Wait, wait, hold up. We've done this before. Let's try something new. One, two, one, two, three, four. Welcome to Rage Against the Mainstream, your full-spectrum source for all things music, insight, and opinion. Today is September 14th, 2020. My name is Bill, and I'm joined here today with Connor and Steve. Yo. Hey. How you guys doing today? Doing well. Pretty well. So, uh, have you guys encountered anything new or interesting in the past week? Uh, I've been listening to uh, RTJ4, the new album by Run the Jewels. Oh, nice. Uh, my favorite track... Is probably Goonies vs. E.T. I'm going to check that out. I never really got into Run the Jewels, but I've heard a lot yeah, of good things like about Run the Jewels. Yeah, if you listen to their Tiny Desk session, because like, that's how I am with a lot of artists, if I can see like a stripped-down version of them to kind of really see how talented they are, like yeah. Run the Jewels is really fucking talented. National Petroleum Radio. <laughs> National Petroleum Radio. So, uh, I get political here. <laughs> what do you got, Steve? Um... John Petrucci, mostly known from Dream Theater, also does side work, um, doing solo projects, most notably his stuff with Liquid Tension Experiment, oh, suspended yeah. animation by himself. But I was um, looking at one of the most beloved websites, RateYourMusic.com. Shout outs to the guys at Rate Your Music, constantly providing me with Friends updates. of the podcast. Hopefully. Sort one of. Day. <laughs> well, yeah. One way friends. They just don't know it. We, yeah. we, we like them. <laughs> yeah. We're not sure if they like us, though. We'll make them. We'll make them. Like pretty much that everyone sounds... else that listens to this sh- listens to this show. Like we make Probably. them like us. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so John Petrucci is coming out with a new album. It's called Terminal Velocity. The song that was released was the uh, title track. That was the first song released, and there's actually a video of it, kind of him just like importantly like showing them recording from home, yeah, and like doing stuff and. We talk about it all the time with like missing that like guitar hero and music, like having yep. like just that like act up there, like the Randy Rhodes, the Zach Wilds, the Van Halens, like all those guys up there to kind of produce that type of magic on stage. And you put all them into one, and then you get a Petrucci. Yeah, John Petrucci. Yeah, there's just something about like if anybody's ever tried to write a song, like it sounds uh, yeah. great idea in your head, and then when you actually put like mind a instrument, it doesn't come out the same way. But this guy just something happens and. When he writes music, it's I don't know how it's possible. Well, it's funny, dude. You know like how like when any of us grab a guitar, like we always like, gravitate towards like the same like riff every time we pick up a guitar. Yeah, I'm like a one man walking Ramones band over here. It's like when he grabs a guitar, he has like a hundred million of those particular like first like pickup riffs. Yeah. And they're all ridiculous. Yeah. It's just wild. Like he he's he's like he's his own animal. Like there's no guitar player yeah. that's quite like him. And just like the like- backing cast with it makes it that much more intense to have like Portnoy on bass with him and just oh, yeah. I mean just the writing ability. You guys like John Petrucci better than Joe Satriani? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know, man. Satriani's really cool. He, you know, surfing the alien and, and shit. Like, yeah, John Petrucci just appeals to my taste more, I think. 
Yeah, well, like, I'm not even a fan of Dream Theater that much, but his solo work is just well. Satriani's more like a blues-based shredder, like yeah. a like a Steve Vai or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Petrucci is just like a fucking like dime bag on steroids. Yeah, he's like a machine. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Just like melodic. Yeah, yeah I did, they're just like two people that were always on fucking cover guitar world. Oh yeah, well the, they're, they're the virtuosos. Like, yeah, they're like, and then Ingve, of course, and. It's so funny though when you hear like interviews from these guys, they're always like, "Yeah, you know," and like uh, I don't know, Hendrix is the greatest guitar player ever, and Ingve's really like he's the best, and you know we wouldn't be anywhere without Eddie Van Halen. He's the greatest, and it's just like you understand you're like fucking light years ahead of all those guys, yeah, they, right? Yeah. Like you are fucking so far past that point. Yeah. It's like Jeff Bezos out there. Like, if it wasn't for J.P. Morgan and Rockefeller, it wouldn't be possible for these things. <laughs> like, all right, dude. We'll have to give it up for Donald Trump. You know, yeah, he was yeah. this is the most successful businessman. Fucking blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude, you're in the billions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Petrucci doesn't. I, like, those guys, though, I, that's what I like about it, though, because with their music, I think certain guitar god type people kind of go a different route and, like, What's what's that like show that used to get put on like G three or whatever? Yeah, G three. Now yeah. it's like Generation Acts. Yeah, and, like those uh, guys just go up there to showcase their talents and stuff. But like mm-hmm. Petrucci's solo work, because for a long time, Suspended Animation wasn't on digital platforms, and because this album popped up, I searched it. Suspended Animation's back on there because otherwise, all you could hear was Liquid Tension experiments. Oh shit! So like going back and listening to that, just. That's what I would want from that type of musician, to be honest with you. Like his stuff in Dream Theater is great, but I just don't like that band. But I love his solo work. Yeah, you know what I mean. I was never really big into Dream Theater. I just don't like James James Labrie's voice. Yeah, well, it's the same it thing. Kills with, it for me. Yeah, like Rising Force, like Ingve's band before Owens got into it. Like mm-hmm. just there was something about that power metal. Yeah, arpeggio constantly. Like just yeah. Just I was very, preferred Symphony X to Dream Theater. Michelangelo yeah. Radio. He's another one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of power metal, my new and interesting this week. <laughs> um, I was at work and, you know, I was just shooting the shit with a couple dudes there. And um, we were talking about, like, uh, I think we were talking about, like, Black Sabbath or some shit. And then, uh, like, the one guy's like, oh, yeah, have you ever heard of Sabotage? Sabotage. And I was like, no. Or, like, I, was like, I was like, what, like, the Black Sabbath? No, that's what he said. He's like, I'm going to go home and put on Sabotage. And I'm like, what, the Black Sabbath record? And he's like... He's like, no, dude, fucking sabotage. Like, you have to check this shit out. And he puts it on his phone, this song called uh, Hall of the Mountain King. Great album. And, like, I heard it, dude, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, it's just, it, it, it's funny, like, bands like this that kind of fall under the radar. Or what at least are they called? Sabotage? Sabotage. S-A-V-A-T-A-G-E. And, um, are they, like, Black Sabbath inspired? No, they're, um, they're, like, power metal. They're, like, uh, they're like an Iron Maiden, but more digestible. Okay. Yeah, I was never crazy about Iron Maiden. Me either. I, I never was able They're to. They're not heavy enough. Paul Deano Maiden. Killers yeah. is killers. If you, That's the thing. Dickinson came in and then made it that very power metal-y, yeah. operatic sound. But Paul yeah. Deano was more like the raw edge. But like it was almost like a punk band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, yeah, like Sabotage is, is like a, it's a more digestible fucking uh, Iron Maiden. Great band. Bruce too. Dickinson, you see him on like the VH1 shits back in the day, and he looks like the fucking crocodile hunter or some shit. <laughs> like, yeah. He's like weird. No <laughs> offense to any of you uh Steve Irwin Iron fans. Maiden fans or Steve Irwin fans. <laughs> you see the one meme where it's like if, if I could go back 
if you could go back in time, what would you do? Kill Hitler? No, something more important. And then <laughs> flashes to me walking up to an Australian beach or a group to a tour group on beach an Australian is today. Sorry guys, beach is closed yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. Steve Irwin walks away. <laughs> all, right, boy, all right, guys, it's all right. We'll come back tomorrow. It's another day. <laughs> There's like another one like that too, where it's like you know, if girls went back in time, it's like, oh man, I'm gonna meet my my grandmother or something like that or my great grandmother and then there's another one if guys went back in time and was like hey randy don't get on that plane yeah <laughs> randy randy, randy Rhodes. ah uh, sorry <laughs> that's funny on this day in music history 1973 rapper nas is born nasir bin alu dara jones in crown heights brooklyn new york i can see why he shortened it to nas it yeah. simply rolls definitely rolls off the tongue better. Yeah. <laughs> Not enough good things to say about his illustrious career here at the podcast. A lot of good things though. I've always liked Nas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I actually Nas like I mean, just Illmatic alone. I mean you can put that that's that like I said, I put that in my top five of all time. Oh yeah. All albums ever? Rap albums. Oh. That'd arguably be in mm-hmm. a top twenty of all time. I don't know if it's in my top five rap. It's close. It's Would it be top in the top 10 at least? Top 10, definitely. Oh, yeah. It's got to make it at least top 10. I think the big thing about it is I think for New York rap, everyone tends to like lean Biggie being that one. But Illmatic mm. just stands the test, especially with those first two Biggie albums. It's kind of like it's interchangeable between moods, like depending on what type of hip hop I'm feeling. Like I obviously think Biggie was a better lyricist, but I like the delivery from Nas sometimes better. Yeah. For me, Fear of a Black Planet, uh, Me Against the World, Ready to Die, I would take 36 Il- Chambers. The only Public Wu-Tang Enemy album is probably It Takes a Nation would be the hardest one. Because Fear of a Black Planet's good, but I just don't put it up there with Illmatic. Oh, I like it way better. Hello, Nasty. Yeah. License to Ill. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about New York-based rappers here. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, 1984 at the very first MTV Music Video Awards, Madonna performs her hit song, Like a Virgin, in a white wedding gown accessorized by her famous quote unquote boy toy belt. You know what? I, the reason I was like just want to read this one is because in 1984, you figure out how provocative that was, right? Oh, absolutely. Now here we are in the year 2020, and Connor, mm. I don't know if you've heard the song that's been recently released. WAP. No. By um, uh, Cardi B. Fucking Justin Bieber could eat out Miley Cyrus's asshole on fucking the MTV music video awards <laughs> and, and no one even, fucking care yeah. anymore. Everyone be like, oh my God. You had it's Connor, so crazy. You have to hear this song <laughs> WAP though, dude. This is it, it's like that one song in particular where they talk about like don't I guess how do you like objectify women and like all this stuff and especially with the Me Too movement. And then you have Cardi B who talks a lot towards politics, like supporting candidates and what needs to be done. And then turns around and releases this song. If you just Google the lyrics, you don't even need to hear the song itself. It's like, I don't know how pen to paper got and thought this was a good idea. Because especially if someone ghostwrote this song and then was like, let's bring her on here to do this because of already how she's perceived by like, you know, generations to come and young girls. And like, Mm -hmm. that's the style, especially when she got found about like drugging women or drugging dudes and like robbing them. And she had to do what she had to do. It takes a lot to like make me write a Facebook post 
Yeah. And like be like the 80 year old fucking dude on there talking about fucking yeah. this is smut and all this other bullshit. This song full blown made me write a like a lengthy Facebook post. It was crazy though. Do you ever do you ever see that episode of South Park where like new music's coming out and like Stan and like his you know the older people are here and it just sounds like farts and diarrhea on the song and it's like the whole thing like are you getting older or is the music actually getting worse? Like this is one of those songs where the general consensus every time I see a post about it. Um, dude, it's fucking it's, dirty. Yeah, like, like it's like, like when you hear it, it makes you feel dirty. Yeah, you got WAP eat. stands for wet ass pussy. Yeah, by the way. Yes, I think it's like get a bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy. Yes. Moving on here to 1995, Paul McCartney's handwritten lyrics for the Beatles song "Getting Better" fetched two hundred forty nine thousand dollars at the Sotheby's in London. Hmm. How much was the Kurt Cobain pizza plate? Do we remember that? Uh, I think it was like seven grand or something. Something I, like that, yeah. It's a piece of fucking greasy pizza plate. It's not yeah, handwritten lyrics. No, it had a set <laughs> list on it, though. Uh, it was a set list. I think it was like 40K, mm. maybe. Because I remember I, I remember us getting into a discussion with it and like Steve saying that he would suck the pizza grease out of it. Well, I would eat off the plate, yeah. Yeah, No, I'm pretty sure you said like... It. Yeah, like resurface the pizza grease that yeah. was already on the plate, yeah. Eat the same pizza that Kurt did. Yeah. yeah. Just to like, yeah, because if you re the plate, sharing a pizza on. with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of cool. Like, I feel like I was like in the green room with him and he wrote the lyrics down and then handed me back the plate. Like, my bad. I just needed to figure out what I was going to do for the show tonight. I'm like, that's no problem, Kurt. And took the plate back. I'd be like, damn, bro, you got Sharpie all over my plate. I would have like caught him at the last second. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're not closing with blue? Like, you need to change this, dude. Hand <laughs> back the plate. Make him rewrite the fucking set list. It's funny. <laughs> Oh, shit. Um, 1998, MTV debuts Total Request Live, a countdown of the top 10 fan-requested music videos hosted by Carson Daly. By the end of its 10-year run, the show was a cultural phenomenon. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I didn't realize it didn't start till 1998. Yeah, I didn't realize. I thought that was, like, my entire life. I thought it was, like, 95 or something. We had to think TRL kind of, like, blew up with the whole boy band craze, too. That was... But I know, like, Smashing Pumpkins had, like, videos on, like, TRL. Like, 33 was, like, a video that was, like, big on TRL, I remember seeing. Hmm. Which is from Melancholy. But whatever. Six years later, in 2004, <laughs> Megadeth returned after a two-year hiatus with the album The System Has Failed, and they that album it. surely fucking failed. This was originally <laughs> intended to be a solo album by the band's founder, Dave Mustaine, but due to contractual obligation owed to his publishing company, it had to be billed as a Megadeth album. Uh, I really... Does it suck as bad as St. Anger? No. 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 But here's the thing. That's another one of those bands that's just putting out kind of, I guess, generic redundant work. But like they're not the type of band that could just do the motorhead route and be successful. Like they set the bar so high with the ability and talent that they had to like make music beyond their reach. However, it does make you question the, um, I guess, the. The way you would describe um, successful. Yeah. Because I've heard that Lemmy lived in a fucking one-bedroom apartment that was filled with shit. Yeah, but inside he was fucking living. Well, fucking ne- Motorhead. You know what I always think of when I hear about Motorhead? What? I wish they would have covered the Aria Speeds wagon song that's like, Motorhead. Uh, that's Night Ranger. Night Ranger. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And had Lemmy just, just like... like <gasps> Motorhead. 
But no, I mean, I'm not going to talk bad about the dude because he's but dead. But yeah. I've heard that his apartment was like a fucking hoarder's nightmare. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, lived like he fucking sung. Like, that's, yeah, that's literally, true. He, that was a lifestyle. I mean, the guy had cancer and didn't tell anybody until it came to a point where he was literally dying yeah. from it. I mean, and he continued if to do something. Lemmy rubbed drink. a piece of pizza across his face and then handed it to you, would you eat it? I wouldn't. If I was in the same room as Lemmy, that's good enough. I probably wouldn't have to go to the extent he Does it the, touch the giant mole or it not? It touches all that shit. <laughs> what else is on the pizza? Is it just a plain slice? Everything. Oh. Well. What, what do I, I get know, from man. this? Because I'm already in the same room with Lemmy. That was cool enough. I don't need to go to the point of... Oh, wait. All right. Now you're not in the same room pizza. as Lemmy. You're... Giving it to him by, like, his tour manager no, or something. definitely not. <laughs> no. Because like, then I don't know. Let me look like he, he just like rubbed smelled. it on his balls and he's just trying to get well, me. What if he rubbed it on his balls in front of you? What if you're in the same room, he rubs it on know. his balls and is like, would you read this? I've done worse <laughs> shit for fucking personal pride. I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. I, I, Lemmy's balls have been a lot of places. It's very true. Lemmy you, you looks look like he smelled from sniffing that pizza. Like he looked like his face smelled. Yeah. I feel like he would just be like, you're going to throw up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going to throw up, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. I was just kidding. <laughs> oh, you're a fucking pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Last thing here in music news in 2004 also, Roland Orsball and Kurt Smith of Tears for Fears reunite with an album everybody loves, a happy ending. Their collaboration ended on a sour note in 1989 after the release of their third album, The Seeds of Love. I love Tears for Fears. Yeah, I've always been down with Tears for Fears. Mm-hmm. Great band. Actually, I believe they were on my top five uh, alternative, alternative albums. Yeah, they yeah. were. Songs from the Big Chair. Yeah. Yep. It was I a good a, album. I had a cassette that was sealed of Songs from the Big Chair, and I opened it to listen to it, and it was a factory detape, or defect where there was no tape in the cassette. What? I would have been able to see it. I just didn't notice or think about it. And I could have just left it like Holy that. Holy shit. That could have been worth something. That would have been cool. Yeah. There was no tape in it. Damn. Makes you almost wish you had like a cellophane machine to like, I still have do the cover. it yourself. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. I still have the cover from it. I like cut it off and put it on my wall. I was like, oh, this thing's useless. It has no tape in it. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. I got fucking gypped. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Well... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just big. Were you more disappointed at the fact that there was no tape, or more disappointed that you opened? That I opened it without yeah. noticing. Yeah, you weren't like. Or right, so the first thing was like, "Damn, I opened this," and was like a second reaction, like, "And I can't even fucking listen to it on top yeah, of it." Yeah. yeah, so it was like a double hit. Yeah, it was like, "Damn, damn this could have been worth something," and I can't even listen to it. So it was really just. So shit, I opened it. So what was in there? It was just an empty shell, just and there was no shell. nothing in there. That's fucking no, crazy. No, it was just no. It was just missing the tape itself. Is that and that's like a thing for them too? Like to be known that there was I've this never fucking seen defect that there was a certain amount of tapes maybe put and out. You, there and that, you've owned a, a, a yeah. pretty fucking big number of tapes before. Oh, I've never seen another cassette tape with no tape in it, and it was sealed like that. It was brand new. Speaking of which, I heard something when I was listening to Eddie Trunk podcast the other day. He did an episode with Corey Taylor, and they were talking about maybe releasing a Slipknot album on tape. Apparently, um, in 2019, 
there was a total number of cassette tape sales that was like 179,000 units. Cassette tapes are going back up in sales. Yeah. So are like new, are. like new cassettes, not yeah. even used, like brand new. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like people are pressing them and shit. Yeah. It's becoming like how when vinyl started to get re-released with new and 180 grams and like even albums that yeah. were coming out new came on a vinyl format as well. Speaking but of It started with the like, indie bands because you yeah. can get tapes yeah. made for like, a dollar a tape. Yeah, and you, you figure that was... And vinyls, the cheapest you can probably go is like three or four dollars. Yeah, like late exactly. 80s, early 90s, that was like the peak where like having a certain tape was better than actually owning it on CD. Yeah. Like Metallica, yeah. certain Metallica albums just like are much better on tape. Speaking of Metallica and vinyl, uh, Walmart has Master of Puppets for twenty two ninety seven. I already got that first US present, dog. Oh, yeah. This is remastered. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to get some uh, Metallica albums for the potential store. Yeah. Definitely going to need load and reload in there. I might get load. Might stock load. Mm. There ain't nothing wrong with load. Mm. I don't know. I'll probably... Hold on. This is season three. Let's not let's not jump back to season one about yeah, how cut all load this shit is. out. We're getting out of this <laughs> fucking Metallica talk. All right. I don't mind the Metallica talk. But, but one thing Metallica did have was iconic riffs. Interesting that you would say this, that- Connor, <laughs> considering, Bill, our topic this week, <laughs> cheer, just based off the fact of the Metallica comment there, <laughs> a totally unforced uh, bridge to our main topic. Yeah, uh, that was good. <laughs> our topic this week is songs that have iconic guitar riffs, guitar parts, doesn't necessarily have to be an intro, Yeah, but... In general, just guitar parts. Mm. Speaking of Metallica, there's quite a few that come to mind. Yes. I mean, obviously, we're going to hit the nail on the head with the big one, Enter Sandman. Everyone's Master heard of that. Puppets. Master of Puppets. Yeah. Everyone has heard at least those two, at least once. You know, I'd maybe even be The opening riff of one. Yeah. Seek and Destroy. I mean, you'd be even hard-pressed to say, like, The Unforgiven. Yep. Like, Sad but true. Sad but true. Oh shit, we're missing the big one. Nothing else matters. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah just all that of shit's it. even on like fucking in spirit commercials now. Did you hear that? Yeah, smells like Teen Spirit. It's probably it's the, the easiest. The big Nirvana iconic riff. Iconic riff. I, I'm yeah. I'd say Alive by Pearl Jam. Even flow. No, probably probably Alive yeah. or so. Soundgarden really didn't have any iconic riffs. I'm no, dude, Black Hole Sun outshined. Not iconic, really. Like, not everybody knows it, you know? I yeah. mean, but that's the thing. It the kinda... intro to Black Hole Sun, dude, that's pretty fucking yeah. iconic. Yeah, okay. It's kind of, yeah. Like, yeah, the, the opening, like, yeah, like exactly. when the singing first comes in and shit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, maybe if you want to dive further into, like, Chris Cornell type things, like any Audio Slave song. Any audio oh, song. yeah. That's show, like really show cheese. You can blend that into just anything Tom Show Rowe me how to live. <laughs> show me how to live, absolutely. A bit. Bulls on parade. Oh, yeah. Killing Total. in the name. Yeah. Killing in the name. Boom, oh, yeah. Boom, you know, it kind of sucks, too, because I wish that, um, like, Evil Empire was more fucking, like, well, like, as well known as the first Evil Empire is my favorite. Well, I love it too, but I feel like if like People of the Sun was uh, released as like the first single, dude, people would fucking be all yeah. over that shit. Yeah, I think it was the second single. Actually, it was the third because technically Year of the Boomerang was the first single. 
Oh, shit. Um, they fucked up with that one. It's because it was on a soundtrack oh. that came out before Evil Empire. People of the Sun's fucking... That, that and then Bulls on Parade. Well, we gotta like, go back in time, too, and we talk about riffs that led up to all this type of stuff. Oh, Jimmy yeah. Hendrix, Jimmy Page. Heartbreaker. Led Zeppelin. That Purple might be, Haze. Yeah, Purple Haze. Purple like Haze. Voodoo yeah. Child. Voodoo Child. Yeah. yeah. I mean... Though it's funny because then you lead into everything. Cream. Like I had a conversation about this with Sunshine, a lot. Of, yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah, huge. Yeah. I have like the issue with Lame a lot up. of music today is like people didn't really build off of what was before them. Everyone's trying to do something different because they yeah. have the accessibility, and you don't even need as much talent as you needed back then. Satisfaction like, by the Rolling Stones. Exactly That's true. But if you Break listen, through by the Doors, Tony Iommi, Jumping Jack Flash, Iron Man, yeah, Paranoid, everything that like Sabbath did with Iommi, like that. Or- First Sabbath album, yeah. or pigs, yeah, well, paranoid, yeah, but even um, like Sabbath, you know, the first album, paranoid, Black Sabbath, yeah, Master Reality, Volume Four. I mean, think about NIB. all the riffs, mm. NIB, yeah, dude, that blends in with like that, that whole Wasp song, dude, the whole song, man, yeah. It's Led's, like yeah, more Led's plenty more Led Zeppelin, Misty Mountain High, Black Dog, Black Dog, Rock Over and the Hills Roll. and Far Away, yeah. Deep Purple, uh, Immigrant Song, yeah, Immigrant um, Song, um, fucking. Yeah, smoke on the water. Smoke like, let's be yeah. real. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Panama. Yeah, Panama. Run, well, running with the devil. You really ain't, got ain't me. Talking about love. Ain't talking about love. Um. Hmm. Almost everything that Dimebag Daryl did. Sweet child of mine. Yeah, sweet child of mine's the big one. For yeah. Maybe even the beginning of the Paradise City. Kind of. I feel like the drums are what's iconic there. Yeah. Yeah. And the vocals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you true. Know. Um Hmm. Allison Chain's got any? I realize we didn't hit Man that. in the Box, maybe. Yeah, that's how, that, it, it's, it yeah, like it's an that. iconic riff. Yeah. Man in the box. It's, it's but see so that's simple, the thing. Some that, of those it's hard. But that's dang, why when dang. you mentioned yeah. specifically like Enter Sandman, that was a riff that regardless of who you were, you probably heard it at some point. Oh, absolutely. Time. So certain like Alice in Chain songs and like certain other bands, like if you know them, Rooster. like that'll stand out. Rooster, I was gonna say, say Rooster that. is like mm-hmm. that song from Alice in Chains. Same it's like got smells a, like Teen Spirit unique, being very yeah. neck yeah. pickupy sound. Exactly, like, where it's that super like like I felt I always felt like a uh, not living color uh, uh, live. Yeah, uh, lightning crashes kind of crib. Yeah, that's another one too. Guitar tone. Mm-hmm. Um, Cowboys Far from Behind, Hell. Candlebox. Far behind, yeah, that's Cowboys a good from one. Hell. Cowboys no, from Hell. No rain by Blind Melon. No rain. Oh yeah. Um, fucking walk. walk. I know walk. we said that on like iconic intros, but Pantera, like, dude. five sounds alone. Yeah, yeah. Um, fucking mother yeah. by Danzig. Mother. Yeah, that's a big one too. Huge um, one. Made it on guitar here. Yeah, it's weird. I can't <laughs> guitar think of one. Yeah, I know, dude. Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes. Yeah. Um, Everlong. Here comes your yeah. man by the Pixies. Yeah. Yeah, but would you say Everlong? Yeah. yeah. Would you say Everlong like over like Monkey Wrench? Yeah. You yeah. think so? Oh, yeah. Not Being even close. iconic? Not I even mean, well, close. I'm, obviously, we know which one's better. Everlong. Yeah. Nothing, Foo Fighters is even close to as iconic as, as Everlong, I feel yeah, like. That's yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, that was kind of. Nah. All My Life had a bit of an iconic riff, I'd say. I don't know, dude. I think that little lead there in My Hero might be better. They're I'm not saying better. I'm saying more I mean, like, more iconic. Like you think of that, think of that fucking the beginning of my yeah, hero. People do know my hero. That shit was in a bunch of TV shows and shit, like Dawson's Creek and Varsity Blues. 
like I'm definitely not downplaying Everlong by any means. I know you're not even a giant fan of the song, but um, I don't like the chorus. The verses are hot. <laughs> um, Learn to fly. Get lucky by Daft Punk. Yeah. Um, beat it by Michael Jackson. Beat it by Michael Jackson for sure. I think um, another one because the one band that I can think of that didn't really come up in the scene and spawn further bands of their genre, like everything John Frusciante did with Red Hot oh, Chili. Yeah. Oh, Scar Tissue, Under got, the Bridge, yeah, Californication, uh, Soul to Squeeze, yeah, dude. Um, Suck My Kiss. Yep. Boom, boom. Like, Snow's pretty fucking iconic. Very cool riff. Yeah. 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 And that's a very cool riff. Sublime. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Santeria. Santeria and what I got. What I got. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Doing Time was a big hit, but it's not like guitar centered. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. Even if you want to get into like Ozzy and shit, too. Oh, yeah. Bark the, the, the Crazy moon. Train. Crazy oh, yeah. Train. Mr. Yeah. Crowley. Uh, Bark of the Moon, definitely. The I'd thing. argue for Hellraiser. I hate to I, say dude, it. Dude, I love Hellraiser. I love Hellraiser. I hate to say it. And that falls in this category with iconic riffs, ACDC. Oh, back tire. Oh, back dude. Black. Highway to Hell. What's the song that's in School of Rock? Uh, it's a it's long, a way, long to way to the top. Yeah, yeah. long way to the top. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> like, <laughs> as much shit George as anyone could talk on ACDC, that motherfucker's wrote some oh, catchy yeah. ass yeah, fucking. I was looking like, at CD mem- logs. That's like, songs. it's just as like Blitzkrieg Bop, dude. Yeah. Like, that's that. true. Yeah. Uh, there's more Ramones ones too, actually. London uh, Calling, yeah, well, yeah. London Calling's a great one. Sex Train in Vain, fuck it. By, Anarchy in the UK, Train in Vain, Train, Lost in the, the Supermarket. Class. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what's the other one? But going back to Rudy Can't Fail. Going back to ACDC though. Let's just do. Let's do like a quick test. Let's see how many ACDC iconic. Guitar parts we can think of. Okay. Thunderstruck. Dirty Deeds done dirt cheap. Whole lot of Rosie. Highway to Hell. You shook me all night long. Are you counting still? Uh, I'm just saying. Like, let's just keep going until we run out. Let's count. Okay. All right. Let's do. (laughs) So we're at six. If you just went. Hell's bells, yeah. All right. So you would be seven now. Shoot the thrill. Mm. Back in black. Have a drink on me. Ooh. Uh. We already said long way to the top, right? No. Nah. Long way to the top. Rock and roll ain't noise pollution. Ooh, yeah. damn. Dude, we're missing one of the best ones that was on a Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Which one? Because I'm TNT. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that riff was so good. <laughs> um, have, have a drink on me? Yeah. Uh, for those about to rock, we salute Ooh, you. Ooh, shit. Yeah. High voltage. Who made who? Mm. Jailbreak. Thunderstruck. I said that was the that first was one I said. Did you say Thunderstruck? Yeah. All right. What is it? Big balls? Big balls. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of another one. <laughs> I think we named all of them. I mean, like dude, that. we're almost at 20. We're, yeah. we're at 18 right now. And they all have like riffs that we just. <laughs> that you can't forget. Uh, you can't forget these songs. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us what you think. Or ACDC, the running champs here. Give it a dog bone. Give yeah, it a dog that's another bone. one. <laughs> I'm running out here too. I can't. I'm trying to think of one. I'm trying to remember the track list from Back in Black, and it's very fuzzy. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I'm out. If you want blood, oh you fuck yeah, let, dude. Let there be rock. Yeah. 
Um, twenty-one. I just know it a lot more because I've just been recently like. Is Black Ice a song or just that's an the album? new album? Yeah, but I think that's that- his title song on there too. I don't remember the riff to that. Stiff though. Upper Lip a song or just an album? I think it's just an album. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> All right, we're gonna conclude that at twenty-one. That's not bad. I, I thought we could have done more, but well, it's it, it's funny because like we're put on the spot here, and that I mean that's kind of what I was going for. Yeah. Like you know, if we had time to actually sit down and think about it, well, we it's could... harder too because we're trying to think of them. That's like yeah. the thing you could just probably just splurt out fucking five off the top of your head when yeah. you're not really considering it. You know, it's funny because I wouldn't consider Angus and Malcolm like guitar heroes by any stretch of the imagination. They're good guitar players, and they're but well, Malcolm is probably, in my opinion, one of the greatest greatest rhythm players like ever. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they're not guitar heroes. Mm, no, but they do write some of the most iconic fucking. They're like riffs. guitar like, tone heroes, exactly. <laughs> Like, dude, it's it's funny because we had talked about it before. Like, you put on any ACDC song, you know instantly that it's ACDC. Yeah. And plus, this is the thing, too. These riffs and shit are so iconic that they could play the same drum beat in every song and be totally fine. Mm-hmm. Like, My no dad one, no always one compared like, oh. uh, the Ramones and ACDC to each other. That's what I was saying. Like, yeah, it's like I could see the came in at the beginning of their genre and just like, yeah, we're holding That's what I'm saying. If you now. put Back yeah. in Black right next to the Ramones self-title, it's like parallel on the same that you could probably transfer any of the riffs from any of the songs with yeah. the same backing instrumental and it would probably fit. With a little manipulation, it would probably fit. Going back to iconic things again, losing my religion. Oh, I know, yeah, it's like a mandolin, yeah. but it's still a there's string. A that's the most yeah, iconic, dude. like, yeah. gu- like guitar what a, with accompaniment <laughs> piece by like, R.E.M. Yeah. yeah. Well, I also got, like, the most fucking, like, in-your-face radio play. And that, uh, yeah. what's that thing where they give you all the explanations of the song while the song uh, pop-up like, video. Pop-up video. Yeah, pop-up video. video. I don't care. Like, I'll be like two o'clock in the morning for some reason. I was on as a kid, and losing my religion was a song I woke up to uh, every yeah. time in the middle of the night to turn my TV off. It's me in the corner. Um. <laughs> Maybe even um, Shine by Collective Soul. Yeah. No. December. That's December is a good one too. Iconic riffs in that because of the, yeah. the main riff and then the. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny too because I've always thought that Yellow led better. Yeah, like Pearl Jam. That's a good like one. A, that guy's on the radio play. Iconic. Black is like that too. Yeah. Born yeah. to Run by Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Glory Days by Bruce Springsteen. Down, down, down. Uh, yeah. Dancing in Born the Dark. Born in the USA. Yeah. Yeah. Um, synthesizers. But yeah. Mm. Close. My Bloody uh, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday Bloody Sunday. Yeah. My Bloody Sunday. My Bloody Sunday. <laughs> my bloody Sunday. <laughs> I was Sunday. You know, but that riff in the beginning is like, because yeah. this is the problem. Like, I get in the car with my dad, and like, Serious XM's on, and it's either going to be Sammy Hagar, another one we didn't mention, Sticks, has a lot of fucking oh, yeah. riffs. The Renegade. Yeah. Mark Knopfler from fucking uh, Dire Straits. Yeah. It's another Money one for of riff icons. Money for nothing. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sultan's a swing. Would you go what out was, on What were we talking about before this? What was the band we. Oh, uh. How soon is now? I was thinking. Oh uh, yeah, the Smiths. Yeah, oh, uh, I was gonna bring uh, that up too. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like Talking Heads has a few that really stand Psycho out. Killer. A lot of it. Yeah. Psycho Killer. There's like more songs that aren't even so much the guitar part, so that's why I want to put them out there. But Psycho Killer is like that riff that you just. I Zimbra's not like famous, but in its circles, it's 
it's like crazy. Yeah, burning down. Uh, Marky the house Moon, the opening. Oh yeah, well. School's out. Alice Cooper. No more Mr. Nice Guy. No more Mr. Nice Guy. Pink Floyd. Ride. Fog Hat. Tons of Pink Floyd. Fucking. Oh yeah. Money. Another brick in the wall. Well, see the thing about Pink Floyd that's really cool is because they're one that just had some like solos put in, like the solo for Time, for instance. Hello. The solo in Time. Hey. Or no, not Hello. Hey you. Hey you. Yeah. Hey you. But like the part in Time, that solo. Yeah. That fucking Gilmore solo is one of the most perfectly played solos like in any song like it's just because so, it comes off with that really slow intro and then it just like crashes into that fucking not lead. a guitar part but a bass part money even the guitar and it's yeah. iconic too yeah um i was trying to think I'm of an iconic radiohead guitar riff and i really couldn't think of one Creep Schism. I think, oh yeah creep they ripped off from a 70s holly song oh shit. literally uh, high and dry is pretty good. Iconic though. I heard they ripped that off that, of Rod Stewart's song. Well, if they did, then they did. But <laughs> I mean, I know that that's high and dry as opposed to fucking Maggie May or something. You got another um, thing coming. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, Judas Priest is another breaking the law. Yeah. DC type yeah. for their genre. The same thing that's with true. like Number of the Beast. Living after midnight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Turbo Lover. Ace is high. Ace is the high. The Trooper. Motorhead, yep. too. Uh, Ace. 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 Well, that album, the too. The Killers. That's a good album. Um, but yeah, Overkill, fucking yeah. everything off of Bomber. Ooh, urge overkill girl you'll be a woman soon the cover of neil diamond they turn uh, that into yeah, an iconic yeah. guitar riff that from pulp fiction yeah yeah going into the Neils here yeah. fucking a woman um fucking rocking in the free world oh yeah old man's good too and it's old funny because that's the same chord progression as everything's end by bush which really? is kind of another iconic like opening that yeah the who has a bunch too oh my god yeah, but they have a yeah. lot too. That My generation, yeah, um, fucking Bob O'Reilly. Yeah, that's probably like one of the most iconic. Which one has the fooled again? Which one has the down, 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 um, down with the backing? Down, down. Won't no. get fooled again. Oh, I'm or is it Bob O'Reilly or Won't Get Fooled Again? No, I'm I think, thinking thinking of Bob. I think it's Bob O'Reilly. Yeah. That's Won't Get Fooled Again. No, it's not. Oh, that's Bob O'Reilly. You're yeah. singing, but... Teenage Wasteland. Yeah, it's Bob O'Reilly. Yeah, okay. yeah Bob O'Reilly is the other guy. That down. Yeah, that's where it starts off in the beginning, though, with that, like... Oh, fuck yeah. Like, a lot of bad company shit. Yeah. Yeah, well, dude, and Point of No Return's another good one. Yep. But, yeah... Uh, Paul Rogers is shit. Even Ted All Nugent. right now. Catch, catch. Feel like making love. Yeah. Um, Stranglehold. Stranglehold. That's yeah. It, yeah. Um, I, I've been getting into Ted Aerosmith. recently. Yeah. Sweet emotion. Yeah. Fucking dream on. Uh, dream on. Uh, oh, yeah. Walk this way. Train kept mm-hmm. rolling. Yeah. Toys yeah. in the attic. Toys in the attic. Oh, yeah. Um, Mama Ken. Yeah. It's like Guns N' Roses. The boys are back in town. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jailbreak. Oh, yeah. Dun, 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 dun. LaGrange. Yeah, uh, dude, yeah. you put George any ZZ Thurgood Top. Too. George Thurgood, too. There's a couple Bad good to ones the bone. there. Bad yeah. to the bone. Uh, I drink alone. I drink alone. One whiskey, one, one scotch, one, one bourbon, beer, or whatever. One scotch, one yeah. beer. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you love? Who yeah. do you love? <laughs> I was going to say, like, that That scene was, like, for those oh, real uh, hard rock riffs. Stevie cool Ray Vaughan. Uh, oh, yeah. Prize and Joy. Prize and Blood. Even the covers that he did. Yeah. 
Yeah. What, not Southern weather. What a Texas weather or something? Texas, Texas flood. flood. Texas flood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Southern weather. That's the fucking yeah. the almost yeah. whatever. Yeah. Uh, the side project of Under Oath. What were they called? The, with the drummer. Were they the almost? Was that the thing? almost? Yeah. Okay. Or no, was it? Steve Miller band has a shit. Like Steve Miller band. Yeah. yeah. It's come on, take the money. Run. Oh yeah. Um, shit oh, you know, free ride by, uh, Edgar Winter. Edgar Winter. Oh, hell yeah. Well, they were both really talented. Edgar mm. Winter and Johnny, like Johnny Winter was phenomenal. Oh, that's yeah. like Dwayne Allman too. They're like another guitarist. That's like so good. That never really got put into that upper echelon of like Hendrix page. Yeah. You know, especially Clapton. Cause I put Dwayne Allman ahead of a lot of shit and the shit he did with Allman brothers alone, like midnight Ram- rider, yeah, midnight oh, rider. Yeah. The Ram- Ram- rambling man, rambling man, but like oh, Layla, obviously oh, we mentioned yeah, that. Layla. I mean, that's just, we're, we're missing, we're missing a giant one here. Aqualung. Oh, credence. Well, too. honestly, it's the flute that really gets me. Yeah. Jeff Rotol, I think that's credence. Oh, credence, green, green River, Babin Rising, Lodi, Fugazi, Southern ACDC when writing like consistently iconic yeah. like riffs for their music. Um, like Bad Moon cover Rising. I heard the through the heard grapevine. Through grapevine. Oh, right. dude, one hundred percent. Proud Mary, Buffalo Springfield Proud for Mary. what it's Rolling. worth. But yeah, that's a great oh, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like just that little like. Mr. Soul by uh, Buffalo Springfield. Oh, hello, Mr. Soul. I dropped by to pick up a reason. Blister in the sun. Blister in the been caught stealing. Yep. Um, no sleep till Brooklyn. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fight for your right. Uh, Even sabotage. Just gonna throw this one in there. Little things by Bush. <laughs> yeah. For the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, glycerine kind of too. Glycerine actually. is. Oh, I just wanted, when I, I come around by well, machine. Well, fuck yeah. When I come was, around, that's a big one. Yeah, that well, a that's a uh, basket case too. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the guitar in those songs was super. I remember hearing yeah. that American on, Idiot even too. Do you remember yeah. like how they had like the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games, but then they had that BMX game. It was called BMX Triple X. It was like I used to run it all the time because it was like rated M because there was shit that you could like do in there that you couldn't really do. It was almost like a Grand Theft Auto for a biking game. But they used to have Basket Case was one of the songs on That's there, and funny. that was the song I would skip to all the time. Fucking um, what's the first that not the first corn hit, but the second one? Uh, Freak on a leash. Freak on a leash. Yeah. 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 Thunder Kiss by White Zombie. Oh fuck yeah! yeah. yeah. More human than more human, human than more human. Um, Fucking damn, there's so many. So many. Um, yeah. So many. I'm trying to think of now some like, I feel like we've been a little light on the 80s and the 2000s. Well, not for nothing. There really wasn't anything super crazy in the 2000s. Maybe the eight, uh, nothing but a good time by Poison. Oh, yeah. Love them or hate them. It's a, it's a good riff. Yeah. Well, that whole hair metal scene did have some like. There was very even, catchy um, riffs, dude. Like uh, a lot of catchy 38 ones. special, Hold On Loosely. Billy yeah, Squires music. Huh? Was that the 80s? Like late I'm 70s, early sure. 80s. But yeah, like Hold On Loosely, Billy Squire. The stroke, uh, you know what's uh, Lonely I, in the Night? The police had some iconic guitar. Message of the I just remember. Roxanne. I just remember like with Billy Squire because in that scene Walking in Billy Madison movie. when he shows <laughs> up to school in his thunder burn. And he's like, and he's like, you know, like the fucking Billy Squire. Yeah. 
<laughs> he pulls up. He shows his fucking Ario Speedwagon <laughs> shirt off. Uh, his denim jacket. <laughs> and it's the 90s now, so everyone's like in grunge attire. Yeah. He's still dressing like... Wait, he, what's that from again? Billy Matthews. Oh, yeah, he shows yeah, up yeah. at high school and thinks he's cool Doesn't his shit, fucking denim jacket have like an Ario Speedwagon? No, he has an Ario Speedwagon shirt oh, on. Yeah. One of those baseball sleeves one, but he like brushes back his jacket and he's like leaning against his Thunderbird <laughs> staring at him. And they're like all in fucking flannels and chocks like looking Ooh, at him. Yeah, dude. That's funny. O'Doyle rules. <laughs> O'Doyle, I have a feeling you and your whole family are going down, but for now, I gotta study. Fucking, um... <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Wonderwall. Wonderwall. Yeah. Um, Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, yeah. wow, yeah. Freebird. Freebird! Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. kind of... Freebird! Yeah, yeah, if we didn't get to Freebird at some point, we might have been in trouble. Yeah, we might have been cancelled. Raining uh-huh. Bob by Slayer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, even like South of Heaven, Dead's Kid Mask, they had a lot of fucking... Bring the noise. Bring yeah. the noise. Bubble guy. Oh, yeah. That's like Madhouse. Like, I think it feels yeah. a lot of them, too, what really embedded it, because we had like the guitar hero era at our age, so you think about how many songs made it on there, especially on the early ones. Yeah. Because like, those were where I got like a lot of ideas, because I grew up in a household that wasn't like really prone to exposing me to music, so like, mm. here I am listening to like Boston on Guitar Hero. Like When I heard <laughs> Mother, I was like, this is it right here. Dude. And then the tattoo just fucking more. surfaced on your skin. Oh my chest! Yeah, it just started like rising. Just, just, like, uh, just I can feel it. I remember the first time I heard "Smells Like Teen Spirit." Oh yeah, I like re-listened to the first ten seconds of that song like probably like fifty times. Yeah. I was just like <laughs> you remember doing that shit as a kid. Like just like fucking just replaying the fr- like the beginning of a song. Oh but yeah, yeah. Like, dude, I would get to insane. a point in a song where if it didn't hit right the first time, like I would rewind Go it back forty and- seconds just to re-listen to that part because the rest and then of the song gear up sounded for better. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, the best part is like when you're fucking just like you were saying when it hits right. But like when the chorus comes in, like for instance, Enter Sandman, yeah, and like you kind of like fuck up that, yeah, 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 like yeah. you're like fuck, you gotta go, you, you gotta, gotta go, go back. further back because you can't go right before that because you have to get the whole build up back in there. Or even it? better when you're like driving your car and like you're like <laughs> you're timing out your sips of water or whatever yeah, yeah, so yeah. you can make sure you get yeah. it like to that point. I like, get to a point <laughs> where I drive places that I'm not so sure of where I'm going and I still won't use my GPS for fear of that's when it's gonna like be like turn left in 400 feet like right at a very big moment of the song like I can't afford that I can't I'd rather get lost than fuck up a song while That's I'm driving funny. hello hello turn left yeah yeah like you know what I mean with the turn right in 400 feet eyes out yeah, like, that's so horrible dude that's especially because I got this Australian voice on my thing so yeah. unless I'm listening to something super you know dun, 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 so funny. hey turn left in 400 yeah, feet dude. <laughs> that's another one we didn't bring up heart shaped box yeah that actually yeah. is a pretty iconic riff dude. yeah um, well that's uh, lithium lithium, lithium yeah, too, yeah. 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 Um, in bloom too but that's another one where i think the drums are really what yeah. makes the riff yeah it's funny with nirvana because some of their like more riffy stuff i feel like isn't their more popular stuff like school could have been an which iconic is yeah riff. Well, that's negative negative that creep album could have been felt an really negative creep. yeah, yeah um, blue blue is probably um, one of my favorites dude. and like about a girl dive yeah uh like the more riffy stuff wasn't as popular with nirvana yeah. um they're like Poly's almost like one. Beatles, like strummy kind of yeah. stuff was the more popular. Yeah, stuff. like Polly was a huge fucking like just guitar song. Of course, yeah, with the, every, yeah, with the Splash though. Literally yeah. every guitar <laughs> player in the '90s knew how to play Polly. Oh yeah, like you could just play that. Like, we forgot Motley Crue. 
I was just yeah. thinking Livewire. about Molly Crew. Livewire was the big one. Shout out to the Kickstart my heart, dude. Kickstart my, my heart. That's, yeah. that's honestly the only song that I really hold to such a high enough level where I can't totally say I don't like Motley Crue because that song oh, gets yeah. me every Live fucking time. Doctor Feelgood. Shout out to Devil. Sweet Hope. Yeah. Yeah. That's more of a piano thing than anything. Uh, 18 in Life by Skid Row. Oh, fuck yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. Uh, fucking Slave to the Grind. Slave to the Grind. Slave Monkey the Business. Grind. Monkey <laughs> Business, yeah. Yeah, there's Cats a in the Cradle. Cats in the Cradle. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. Ooh. Yeah. Uh... How about just the fact of the New fucking Sincere. solo the, in Bohemian Rhapsody because of Wayne's yeah. World, especially? Yeah. That build up. There's a couple of NXS songs too, like New Sensation. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Need You Tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a little of that. And yeah. uh, Never Tear Us Apart. That's kind um, of iconic. No Heat of the knew. Moment by Asia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No One Knows by Queen is the Stone Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Little <laughs> sister. Yeah. Um, trying to think. Oh, fucking uh, Gran Turismo by the Cardigans. Yeah. Dude, another band. The Cars. Oh, yeah. yeah. Moving in stereo. Shit. Just what I needed. Just what I needed. Uh, song 2 by Blur. My best friend's girl. Song 2 by Blur. That's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's some fucking Weezer shit in there, too. Say yeah. Like, so. Yeah. Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly, I guess. Even yeah. as much as, like, Beverly Hills sucks, it's, it's still, still, it's still an iconic riff. Yeah, because that's another thing. We kind of, like, I remember that music video was, like, the biggest thing when I was in, what, like, middle school. Like, you know what I mean? So, I don't stand a chance. Yeah. <laughs> Something you're born into. <laughs> it is funny. I was never in the sun. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. a famous guitar line. Yeah, Hotel California. We uh, didn't well, the Eagles in general. Uh, yeah. in general. Life yeah. in the fast lane. Yeah, uh-huh. take it easy. Yep. Um, Black or white, Michael Jackson. We could hit some more Neil Young stuff. Cinnamon Girl. Fucking um, uh, everybody yeah. knows. And uh, after the Gold Rush. After the Gold Rush. Yeah. Uh, yeah gold, old man. Uh, There's a lot there. My my hey hey. Oh fuck yeah! yeah. I forgot about that's that. That's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. That is a big one. So, I guess to kind of wrap this up, just give two. I say two that like really stand out mm. to you yeah. every time. Um, I think one. What's no, the one? One's that hard hit to narrow it in. So it's like two, man. But two, you can at least kind of at least pick from different genres. If you pick one, then you're kind of summing it up because one of mine I can't cover for everything, but I can kind of use. Two what to was, I think the, the the riff that started it all. I think that's what we got to do. Because two is weird. Like, how do I pick a second one after? Smells like, how do you file? Smells like Teen Spirit. More than a feeling. Louie Louie. Louie Louie. All right, you can pick one. That's fine. We can do one. I feel like one. I think it's hard. I feel like we like, can do one. Because, yeah. like, I also smells have, like, because like, I can't say <laughs> Cowboys from Hell and leave out, yeah. you know, something else. Like, I have, like, it, What's I think the it's song a broader, that started it all for you. The song that started it all for like, me. got you to want to play guitar. Running with the Devil. The one that got me to play That's guitar is Master of Puppets. Boom. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it smells so, like Teen Spirit, Master of Puppets, and 
Which well, is the devil. Yeah. It's so funny because these are like our fucking yeah, like, our normal yeah. ass bands. Yeah, because everything behind Metallica, you could tell. Everything behind Running Van with the Devil, Alien. you could tell. And everything behind Smells Like Teen Spirit, you could probably figure out. Like, yeah. That's like the, just That's the, what I'm saying, yeah. The yeah, exactly. the onion there. <laughs> so, what do you... Oh, wait. F- no, I changed my mind. Uh, I'm a Believer by Smash Mouth from the Shrek soundtrack. God damn it. I was going to pick an all-star. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. It's funny. I was just watching Shrek before you guys came. What was it on? I saw it on Comedy, Comedy Central. Central. That's what it was. I saw it coming. They were playing on. the shit out of that movie. I know, like, dude. Get Shrek. Dude, that is the one movie that has so much traction on social media that it'll be forever popular. Oh my Shrek, God, dude. Shrek 2 was at one point the third best selling movie of all time. I, really? Doesn't mm. surprise me. Wow. Upon release. Those are great movies. I, I love the first Shrek. It's all right. I think Shrek's not awesome. one of my favorites. I felt like it was after our time. I think, bit. well, visiting it. Well, no, it was like at the yeah tail. End. Well, I was young, like a little older, but it was like at the tail end of. Well, like, I had a younger see, I was watching. I was all into that. That's what shit. I'm saying. That's what got South me into Park it. When I was like fucking four years old, so by the time Shrek came yeah. around and like oh two, I was kind of like this shit is fucking lame. Yeah, I had the whole like half <laughs> South Park all one channel. Ogre. Nickelodeon was on the previous channel, so someone came in my room. <laughs> Previous bud. I'm watching Spongebob, Dad. That's funny. (laughs) So, for you listeners out there, what do you think? What are some iconic riffs that maybe we didn't bring up? We brought up Freebird, so we can't hear that at least. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. Do you feel like ACDC might be one of the most like iconic riff machines of all time? I feel like I feel like we can go out on a limb and say that. Like as a songwriting collective team. They probably per capita have come out with more iconic riffs than anybody. I think overall because they captured the mainstream sense and yeah. still kept like a hard rock atmosphere of like not totally selling out to a point of no return. Exactly. And the consistency. Yeah, I could put them out there to say just overall. Overall, they're yeah. like fucking riff iconic machines. riff yeah. writing machines. Because of tone, sound, song ability. It's, it's without everyone question. knows it, dude. So if you agree, then write to us on social medias. If yeah. you don't agree, don't write to us at all because we don't want to hear it. But if you have some constructive criticism, you can get us out on our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at RATM Podcast. I say fuck that. If they don't agree, they can write to us. At this point, all press is good press. Yeah, actually, you know what? Yeah. If you're looking to get an epic bitch out... By we'll telling us you on wrong. the show, I would love to have somebody to be the. Uh, if you have a valid argument, yeah. If you have a valid ar- a valid argument, we will entertain it. Absolutely, get us on our social medias. Yes, write to us on our email, ratmpodcast at gmail But until then, we're going to get into our suggestions of the week. My suggestion for you this week is to check out the Black Label Society song "Queen of Sorrow." Off the album Unblackened. Unblackened is a acoustic record, and Queen of Sorrow is fucking insane. Once again, shows the incredible guitar talents of one Mister Zach Wild. I feel like I'm gonna go with Super Unknown because I don't think we've done any Soundgarden as a featured album or personal suggestion. Nice, yeah. Super, Super Unknown. Unknown is like is crazy. that the song you're picking too? Ah. Uh, mm. No, I'll go uh, limo rack. Nice. Yeah, yeah. 
That's awesome. What do you got, Steve? Uh, my suggestion of the week is the 1982 release by the punk band The Exploited. The album is called Troops of Tomorrow. The song I'm choosing is called Alternative. Nice. Yes. Sex and Violence. Our group suggestion for this week is to check out the 2013 documentary directed by Don Argot, Lamb of God, As the Palaces Burn. This was a documentary that, you know, was supposed to chronicle the touring cycle for Lamb of God and wound up turning into something completely different when Randy Bly was um, sentenced to prison in Czechoslovakia because of, I guess, well, who? A Randy, the singer for the screamer from Lamb of God. Mm. Was it Czechoslovakia or like the Czech Republic or Czech Slovak- Republic? Yeah, because Czechoslovakia broke up in like 1989. Okay, there was Czech Republic. Yeah. yeah, but regardless, they they were playing a show and some kid stage dove off the stage and he hit his head and fucking died the mm-hmm. next day. And somehow, I guess through like a video or something, like it was shown that he had allegedly like push the kid off stage, but it was like how like anyone else would do it on stage. Like, all right, like, mm. like get off the stage and this kid fucking jumped. No one caught him. Smashed his head and fucking died. I would have left the fucking country. I would have been like, yeah, we're not doing this. We're not playing any more shows in the damn Czech Republic. <laughs> Dude, they, yeah, they, they fucking, well, they might be in the European union and then you're asked in the European union. Well, they they I'm fucking. I'm sure they do plenty of touring in the European <laughs> Union. Oh fuck yeah! I think yeah. they're huge over there. He might have got like sanctioned where he couldn't have got any money from records sold there and shit. Probably. I mean, they're signed to Roadrunner, so I mean, it's a big enough label to where you know it would affect them. Yeah, the um, song wasn't the song still echoes. He wrote the song that was about that off. Yeah, the album yeah, was, still uh, echoes. Yeah, seven uh, sturm on drang. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, um, you can find it for free on Tubi and Vudu if you were to make an account. And um, also available for rental on Amazon. Yeah, Prime. exactly. If if you're looking to spend money, you can yeah. find it on Prime. I'm yeah. not sure if it's on the Water Twig and Lodi yet, but it might be. I mean, I have no reason to check there because I have both Tubi and Vudu, mm-hmm. but. Uh, yeah, so check that out. Um, I guess that kind of wraps it up for this week. This is another episode of Rage Against the Mainstream in the books. Like I have mentioned before, you can find us on our social medias. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at RATM Podcast. Our email is always open at RATMPodcast at gmail.com. And you can get us on our website, RATMPodcast.wixsite.com slash RATMPodcast. But until then, this is Rage Against the Mainstream signing off for the evening. I'm Bill. I'm Connor. I'm Steve. Have a good night, guys. Thanks for listening.